At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the new york city cast with will hill presented by bet rivers welcome to the New York City cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Uh, not a lot to do today. Not a lot of games over the weekend that we can talk about. Uh, maybe Nets Timberwolves from yesterday. Uh, Knicks beat the Clippers. Hmm. Uh, was there anything else that happened? My goodness. Uh, just collecting my thoughts, going over the notes here. It, it's just crazy. It, it feels like the Titans Bengals, which was a really good game. Anytime you have a playoff game a divisional game and on a walk-off field goal final play of the game that alone is a classic that that that's one you remember for a long time that game saturday afternoon early saturday evening seems like it was about six months ago uh with everything that's happened since and the games all weekend just got progressively better and better uh you you climbed up the ladder and just they got incrementally better from that from from that point on and uh we'll start with the chiefs bills and we'll just kind of go in reverse order. We'll spend a lot of time on the Chiefs' bills. Uh, you know, you, you could say it's the greatest game ever. I know we're all victim, a prisoner of the moment, recency bias. It's up there. It is up there. Uh, when you take into account what's at stake, the trading punches, I, I could say this for sure. That's the best quarterbacking game I've ever seen. That has to be the best quarter, quarterback game in history. Uh, and again, you go back and you watch that and you think about, you know, if you Daniel Jones is your quarterback, Wilson, some of these other guys, you know, Kirk, even Kirk Cousins, Mac Jones, whoever, if you don't have a superhero quarterback, these are the two guys you're going to go against for the next decade or so. And boy, just heartbreaking for the Bills. Just heartbreaking for the Bills. We'll, we'll start, uh, just go through the game quickly. They score on their first drive. They go right down the field and, and you like what you saw because they were aggressive. We talked uh, you know, all week about under field goals, under punts. This isn't a game where you can kick field goals. You can, you can punt the ball. And they were aggressive. They got away from it a little bit in the middle of the game. We'll go over that. I thought they did a bad job at some points. Even the Chiefs got a little conservative punting fourth and four from plus territory. But first drive of the game, fourth and two midfield, no hesitation. Boom. Go for it. Get it. Drive down to the, you know, one or two yard line, fourth down again. Go for it. Get it. Seven nothing. Chiefs answer. Mahomes with a great run. Then it kind of hit a lull. It was 7-7 first quarter, and it was still 7-7. You you know, as much scoring as you had in this game, it's 42-36 final. The Chiefs win it. Uh, You look at it, and there was a lot of lulls in terms of scoring. I I know because I was sitting there betting the over, and I I gave out the over. I I had the over for for the game and for the half. And you're getting anxious because they're going through these long stretches with no scoring. There's three minutes and change left in the half, and it's still 7-7. That's when Mahomes rolls out, makes the crazy... 
Uh, it looks like the Montana to Jack Clark play where, you know, he's fading away. It almost looks like he's throwing it away. And uh, I think it was Pringle comes down with a touchdown. Allen comes right back and answers 14 all. Butker misses the kick before the half. Uh, then Butker make, makes a field goal early third quarter. So it's 17-14. And, boy, the game. Uh, just you got to take a deep breath just to go through this. Uh, Chiefs eventually got up 23-14, missed an extra point. That's when the 75-yard touchdown, the next play to Gabriel Davis, who had four touchdowns. He pulled an Al Bundy here. Four touchdowns in, in this game. So 23-21, Chiefs get a kick return. Uh, the, the, the hill punt return where they're set up at the 16. I thought Reed did a terrible job here. Terrible job. Third and one. First of all, it was first down around the 16. Mahomes doesn't touch the ball. You take these, the best quarterback maybe ever. Uh, you take the ball out of his hands. Two runs, and then on third down, they run some option play. I think Kelsey was a quarterback, one of the tight ends, where you're running option. Uh, now we all credit Reed for, for his creative play calls, and when it works, it looks great. And I think last week, Kelsey threw a touchdown, and we're all, you know, oohing and on over this play selection. But that was a blowout game. That was a little different. This is third and one to pretty much not end the game because, look, you could never end the game in this one until it's over. But up one there to get cute, lose four yards, and kick a field goal. Uh, to, to go back up five uh, was a terrible play call. If they lost the game, they're going to be thinking about that sequence, that play call for a long time. But uh, there was a long way to go in this one. And I guess we'll pick it up again from, I guess it's 26-21 at the two-minute warning. So 47 points on the board. The total, depending on when you bet it, 53.5, 54.5, you're really not safe. Even though uh, the game ended with 72 points, you really had to sweat out the over until the last two minutes. So we'll pick it up, two-minute warning. Every, both teams have all their timeouts. Allen throws a touchdown on fourth and thirteen, uh, which looked like if he doesn't get if he doesn't get it there, I actually thought maybe they're going to kick the field goal. And they have all their timeouts, which would have been the wrong decision, but it crossed my mind uh, because fourth and thirteen is really unlikely. But Davis gets open corner for corner slips for the Chiefs. Matthew, Matthew got hurt. Tyron Matthew, uh, Matthew, I think is how you pronounce it. The Honey Badger gets hurt. I, I really don't think they attacked that enough. But Davis scores. Bills convert the fourth and 13, and you're thinking, well, that's great, but they left Mahomes too much time. And not only did they leave Mahomes too much time, but they left Mahomes too much time that they left Allen too much time to leave Mahomes too much time again. Because in the final 154, there was 25 points. In the final minute 13, there was 18 points. Uh, so Chiefs uh, give up the touchdown. It's a one-point game. Bills get the two-point conversion where Allen was just had nothing open, scrambling around, looked like he's just throwing it out of the back of the end zone, ends up be, being converted for the two, 29-26. Bills take the lead. Blink of an eye, Hill uh, takes a pass. And I think the Chiefs you know, hit a pass, got to midfield, then Hill catches a ball, and he just outruns everybody. He gives the peace sign to the Bills guy who's in front of him at the time. He's not even like looking back, giving him the peace sign. He's in front of him. That's how confident he was he was going to score. That's how fast he is. Uh, kind of lucky he didn't get a taunting here. I mean, letter of the law, they could have called a taunting. I don't know if you you would have taken the touchdown away. I guess you could have there. Uh, we, we saw some strange rulings. We'll get to the one in Tampa where they enforced the personal foul after the play. But that was risky by Hill, but it just shows you how fast and how confident he is that he's given the peace sign. He's taunting the guy who's in front of him. Uh, if you go back and look at that replay. So the Chiefs take the lead. But again, he left, he left Allen too much time. Allen... Converts to Davis, and this is where it's tough for the Bills. Touchdown Bills to go back up three. 13 seconds left. Uh, if you play this right, it doesn't matter what the Chiefs do. At best, they get a Hail Mary. 
And this is where I feel bad for the Bills. Look, we're all betters. We're all sports fans. We've had this happen playing sports, watching sports. Uh, this is a tough one. This is, the, the high of converting that touchdown, 13 seconds left. You're jumping around. You're hugging. You're screaming. You're going to the AFC title game where you're going to host it. Uh, that high, that moment, followed up by the next five minutes where you give up the field goal and eventually the touchdown and eventually lose the game. From that high to that low is about as tough as it gets. Uh, and, and you could say, you know what, Allen's young. The Bills have a young team. They'll be back. Uh, you just never know. You just never know. Uh, obviously, just a terrible job. I'll be the 9,000th person to say it, but the, all 9,000 people are right. You have to squib the kick. You have to practice it where you kick the ball you know, to the 5 or 10-yard line and make them use some time. And then once they have the ball there, look, if you if you do that properly, you burn five or five six seconds, they basically down a one play, two at most, uh, and the game's pretty much over. They don't do it. Okay, they're still at the 25-yard line. Not great, but 13 seconds left. You should be okay. Worse than the squib kick, worse than, not, worse, worse than kicking the touchback there is what they did next, which is play these guys a million yards off the line of scrimmage. They're defending the boundary. They're defending the end zone. Just a terrible coaching sequence. The Chiefs are not trying to score a touchdown there, and the Chiefs don't need the, the, the boundary. The Chiefs don't need to go out of bounds. They have two timeouts. The whole field's open. There's 13 seconds left. Who cares if they go out of bounds? Uh, what you got to do there, and look, I'm not an X's nose guys. play everyone off, but mug the receivers. When, when I say play everyone off, you don't even need to do give a pass rush. Just take away the 15, 20-yard play. That's what they're going for. I mean, there's so many different ways to play it. You could mug the receivers. Now, I guess there's a rule where uh, if you do it intentionally, if you intentionally hold the receivers to a certain point, the refs can put the time back on the clock. I've never seen that enforced. I think that would be, it's such an obscure rule. They'll give you some leeway with it where, look, if you're just physical with the receivers, if you basically do everything but tackle them off the line of scrimmage, uh, you know, who cares if Mahomes runs? Just put everyone in coverage. Don't worry about the. They're not trying to throw a touchdown there. They're not trying to get out of bounds. There's so many things you can do there. You can't just give them 25 yards right off the bat to Hill, which they did. Next play, and you're starting to think, all right, uh, can can Bucker kick a 60-something yarder? You know, he's got a big leg. These kickers were amazing all weekend. Uh, but it didn't even come to that. Kelsey runs like a seam. He's open for another 20, 30 yards, and now it's a 49-yard kick. Now it's just a, a standard routine field goal. Butkers knocks it through. Butker knocks it through and tie game. And you just have that sinking feeling if you're the Bills. And if, if you're a fan watching this game, you know. And this is a point of contention now. I'm, I'm sure it'll be revisited. This game is pretty much going to come down to a coin toss. And, and when you take into the fact that the Bengals had already won the game and whoever wins this game between the Chiefs and the Bills is going to host next week, you know, Brady's out of it, Rodgers out of it. There's a good chance this game yesterday, and it's why it's in the conversation, I think, at least for the best game of all time. Good chance whoever won yesterday is going to win the Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the Bills. So you pretty much have a scenario there where the, the coin toss comes down to, or the game comes down to a coin toss. How Allen calls tails and it was heads or vice versa. Uh, Bills lose the toss and didn't take much long. I mean, the, the Chiefs didn't even hit, hit a third down. It was just bink, bink, bink. Uh, before you know it, the Chiefs uh, are walking off. Touchdown pass to Kelsey. Now, Romo did a bad – I think Romo's lost a, a step here. He was great in the beginning. He tried to convince you, oh, this game's not over. It's not a touchdown. It was pretty clearly a catch. Both feet were in bounds. Uh, you just never felt like you're going to see the ball again if you were Buffalo. I actually thought about maybe onsiding it just because, you know what, 
the 25 yards of field position, who knows? You're better off just with a surprise on side kick. Maybe you get the ball back. And uh, under the rules, if you if you kick off there and you you get the onside kick, you only need the field goal. So maybe the element of surprise, you probably weren't getting a stop. Uh, I know you you technically have the number one ranked defense in the league. Uh, again, part of that is, I mean, some of their, their the schedule they played. It was a lot of you know Tua, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Simeon. Uh, if you go through it, it was Mike White, it was Zach Wilson. They really, you know, Mac Jones in bad weather. They really had a bad schedule in, in terms of opposing quarterbacks. So uh, that that number one defense is a little bit smoke and mirrors. And look, it, it's an offensive game. That's why I think you have to revisit the overtime rule. Just as a viewer, it, it's just not a satisfying ending. Now, if you had the Chiefs, you're 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 happy with it. If you had the Bills, you're saying bad rule. Um, I mean, I bet the Chiefs in the game. I had Bills 49ers Super Bowl that we gave out on the podcast. So it's kind of in between. I was more rooting for the Bills. I, you know, I, I could have gone either way with it. I, I really was rooting for the Bills, but more so for the over. But again, just as a neutral viewer, as a fan of the game, if you're sitting there watching it, it's an unsatisfying view, uh, viewing experience to sit there and watch these guys go back and forth and eventually – you know what? You call tails. That's why you lost the game, and that's why this team's probably going to the Super Bowl and probably going to win it. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. It was very similar to uh, 2018, the AFC title game, in Arrowhead as well, and wow, now Mahomes is going to be uh, a starter for four years in this league and, and hosting his fourth AFC title game in four years, which is just incredible, uh, the trajectory he's on. Just an incredible player. But back to the 18 AFC title game, that was similar in uh, back-and-forth game, really a ton of scoring late in Whoever won the coin toss you felt was going to win the game. Patriots and Brady won the coin toss. They won the game. And I guess after that, I didn't realize that until this until yesterday, uh, the Chiefs proposed the idea of revisiting the overtime rules and, and everyone else voted it down. So I don't know if that'll be revisited. I, I think you need two-thirds of the, of the vote, two-thirds of the league um, to overturn it, to change the rule. I don't know what you would change it to. I, my guess, you know, just simplify it here. Play a 10-minute quarter. And if you're tied, keep playing. Uh, I know player safety, and you don't want to be sitting here playing, you know, hundred minute games or whatever. Uh, and, and maybe you only do it for the playoffs. I'm okay with that. I, I guess I'm, I'm okay with that. If you have a tie in the regular season, you have a tie in the playoffs. You kind of just got to give the other team a chance. I, I, I know you could say, you know what, squib kick it. You don't have to worry about it. True, absolutely true. The Bills did a terrible job. Not a bad job. A terrible job in that final 13 seconds and. Uh, this is a team that's coached pretty well. That They were not coached well in that final 13 seconds from not squib kicking it to how they handled it defensively. That's all true, but uh, – and you could say get a stop. Okay, the, the game is so skewed towards offense. It's really hard to get a stop in that situation. Really hard. It, it's so, so uh, advantageous to just get the ball and score. Uh, it kind of rubs you the wrong way. It le leaves you with an empty, an empty feeling as a viewer that that's how the game ends. I mean, think about it as, in, in a baseball game. You know, goes to extra innings, top of the tenth in a World Series game. Mookie bets it's a home run, and the other team doesn't get to bat at the bottom of the tenth. Game's over. It's not fair. It's not fair. Uh, it, it's really not. In basketball, they play a five-minute quarter. Baseball, both teams get to bat. I mean, uh, just just an uh, an empty an empty kind of ending to what was a great game. That didn't ruin the game. It was an unbelievable game. I mean, I was sitting in my chair two hours after the game ended, still sitting in the same spot, just staring at my phone staring trying to comprehend what happened because uh just capped off what was just an insane weekend of football uh, a crazy ending and again heartbreaking for the bills absolutely heartbreaking 
Uh, here's McDermott after the game. These guys, these guys came through a lot. They really did. And to come out here and um, the game come down to, you know, pretty much 13 seconds. Um, you know, I think they're all, they all feel the same way I do. We're all sick to our stomach and it hurts. We work really hard to get here, number one. And um, I know the fans are disappointed and uh, I wish I could take that off of them. You know, I wish I could take it, take it off of the team. Right. And, um, but we can't. And, um, you know, what doesn't kill you should only make you stronger. And I think this should make us stronger. It's going to take some time, um, but it should make us stronger. You can hear the pain in his voice. You could say all the right things. If it doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. We'll be back. All that stuff. I mean, go to, you never know if you're going to be back. Look at Aaron Rodgers. He's going 11 postseasons now without winning a Super Bowl, without making a Super Bowl. They're, they're number one or two seed pretty much every year, and he hasn't been back to a Super Bowl. You never know if you're going to get back. You never know. Look, you just lost your assistant GM to the Giants. Uh, your offensive coordinator is probably getting a job. I, I wouldn't touch this defensive court. Frazier, I would not give him a job. I just wouldn't. Uh, I don't know who you blame for that last weekend, whether it's McDermott, Frazier. Maybe you could blame both of them. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch Frazier. I, I wouldn't be doing that. Um, but look, you could say all the right things. We'll be back. Maybe you will. Allen's a great player. Quarterback's an important position. It looks like you're in a division with the Jets, the Dolphins, Patriots. Who knows? You, you can kind of uh, yeah, look. Max pretty good. Tua, I'm not sold on. Who knows about the division? Maybe you can say, you know what? We'll win the division next year. We'll be right back. Maybe you will. Maybe you will. But uh, look at the Oklahoma City Thunder with Durant, Harden, Westbrook. They lose the finals in 2012 to the Miami Heat. And uh, they let, you know, they lost that series in five games. And game five was a blowout. So you kind of think of that series as a blowout. They let those, you know, three or four of those games get away. Uh, at least three of them where it could have gone either way. And they could have won that series. But after that, everyone was saying, you know what? All right. They lost. Big deal. They'll be back. Never got back. Never got back. They trade Harden six months later. Uh, they almost got back with, with Durant and, and Westbrook, but uh, they never got back. Same thing, 2015, the Mets, they lost a, a heartbreaking World Series to the Royals. That's another situation where it's a five-game five series, but the Mets really should have won it in five. They left a lot of games, uh, let a lot of games get away. and uh, A lot of people saying after that series, big deal, they'll be back. They'll, they'll be right back. They had a lot of young pitching. You know, They had Harvey, Matt, Syndergaard. Uh, they'll be right back. They haven't been back. They haven't been back. They haven't even been back to uh, to a championship series. So it's really hard to get back, no, you know, no matter how good you are. Uh, Mahomes is still in the mix. Herbert is really good. Burrow is really good. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, who knows? They, they got beat up this year, but if they're back, they're, they're not an easy team to deal with. So it's not easy to get back, especially in the AFC. And Cleveland's got a good roster. Denver's got a good roster. So a lot of these teams, you can't just say, you know what, Patriots uh, looks like they have a good quarterback. They're they're not a terrible team. So it's easy to just say, all right, no big deal. We'll be back. You never know if you if you'll be back. Uh, if you told me right now, you know what, the Bills with Allen never win a Super Bowl, never make the Super Bowl. It's not impossible. It's really not impossible. I mean, look at the Ravens. Even a couple years ago, they were the one seed. I think they were fourteen and two. Uh, Lamar was a young quarterback. Remember, they got upset by the by the Titans in the division round off the bye. And it was, all right, they'll be back too. No big deal. They haven't been back. You know, Lamar gets hurt. This happens, that happens. You know, you just never know. Injuries, uh, other people emerge. Your, your team, your coordinators get picked off. A lot happens in the NFL where, uh, man, that that's a... 
an opportunity where you're 13 seconds away from hosting an AFC title game where you're going to be a touchdown favorite, touchdown or plus favorite. And even the NFC side of the bracket, you'd be the favorite. Even if you have to go to L.A. for a Super Bowl now, we, we could have a, a scenario where we have two straight uh, years where a Super Bowl is hosted by uh, the NFC team, which is crazy because it didn't happen in 50-plus years. Now we could have two-plus years where uh, we have home field advantage in the Super Bowl. Not that the Rams have a crazy home field advantage, but this was open for the Bills. This was right there. And again, you could say you'll be back, but man, that is uh, that's a tough one. That's a really tough one. And you just think about everything you have to do just to get back there. I mean, you got a whole offseason, a draft, a mini camp, four preseason games, three preseason games, whatever it is, a 17-game regular season. You know, you got to endure that. You still got to make the playoffs. And then you got to win a game, a couple games, just to get back where you just were yesterday. Uh, it's a long time. That's a lot of days. That's a lot of games. That's a lot that needs to go right. Uh, for something that was right there for you. And that's one, let's be honest, you never get over it. You'll never get over it. Maybe you win one and it hurts less. But as a fan of the Bills, that's just the, it, that's the reality of it. It's Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl up 28-3. to um, You know, it's it, it's one that you just never get over. When you have the champ, when, when you have a chance right there to, to, to make the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, it's right there for you. you you'll just, you'll never let that go. You, you, you can... You know, you can get around things in life. Some things happen and you get around them. They hurt less, but that will never not hurt uh, if you're Buffalo. Just a devastating, devastating loss uh, for the Bills in what was an epic game. So the Chiefs march on. They are now seven-point favorites against the Bengals. I've seen some people say, you know what, maybe a letdown spot for the Chiefs. Maybe they're out of gas. You think back a few years ago to the uh, the Minneapolis Miracle. The Vikings beat the Saints on that crazy play. They came out and got steamrolled by the Eagles. Maybe there's something to that. I have a hard time seeing Cincy hold up uh, against the KC pressure. The Cincy offensive line was bad. So uh, looking forward. We'll have plenty of time to talk about this game. Only three games left in the NFL season. It's kind of sad, but you know, maybe the Bengals can hang. They did beat them earlier in the month. This is the second time these teams are playing in a month. But you figure the Chiefs are on their way to another Super Bowl. And Mahomes, really, you think about it, D4 doesn't line up off sides. Mahomes, if he wins this game, that would be four straight years he's in the Super Bowl. Now, he could have easily lost yesterday, too. A lot of these games are one play away from going either way. Uh, he was down 24 nothing to the Texans a couple years ago in the division round. So, you know, these games can go either way. But if D4 isn't off sides, I mean, he's one game away from, from going to his fourth straight Super Bowl. Just an, an incredible game. Uh, and these guys are just superheroes at, at the quarterback position. Absolutely superheroes. The running, the throwing. It felt like at times uh, Buffalo got too conservative. There was one sequence where they went they went three and out. They ran it three times and punted. And then another sequence where they had second and three. They ran it, ran it, and then punted fourth and one, which uh, just a game like this, you can't punt. I, I thought they weren't aggressive enough throwing the ball deep. I, I thought they could have really exposed KC. I think they were trying to pace the game too much uh, at times. But look, you're up 29-26. I'm curious what the live line was at that time. I know somebody, my friend texted me at 13 seconds left. was like, can Mahomes pull this off? I said, I don't know if he can, but if anyone can, it's him. Uh, and he did. And they made it easy for him. You know, usually in that spot, you throw it 10, 15 yards, and then you're setting up for a Hail Mary or some lateral play. It should not be that easy. Uh, you you got to spend a lot more time practicing that situation where, you know what, 15 seconds or less, mug the receivers, play off, find something. You got to play it better than that. You can't make it that easy where, boom, 30-yarder, and whatever, 44 yards and 
eight seconds, whatever it was, 10 seconds, I guess, because they kicked the field goal with three seconds left. That whole sequence, by the way, took longer, uh, took less time than Dallas's QB draw, which is just opening up wounds for Cowboys fans, but shows you how efficient that was, how inefficient the Cowboy one was. So just a brutal loss for the Bills. Just, uh, and I'm not a Bills fan, but if you're a Bills fan, you never won a title. You haven't been to the Super Bowl in forever. Uh, you know, you had the four straight Super Bowl losses a long time ago. This is your chance to get back and a golden opportunity just uh, really just pissed away. I, I mean, there's no other way to say it. Just a an epic game. Now, the Chiefs and Bills have played three times in the last 365 days. The score in those three games, Kansas City 100, Buffalo 98. So uh, we're developing a little bit of a, of a Peyton Manning, Tom Brady thing here where these teams are probably going to see plenty of each other down the road. But uh, you never know if you're going to get another, another opportunity. It's hard to win in the NFL. It's hard to win in sports. It takes a lot of luck. And you never know when that window is going to close. So uh, brutal loss for the Bills, a classic game. The Chiefs march on. When we come back, we'll go through the other games. Will Brady will t retire? Will he not retire? Where is Aaron Rodgers going to be playing? We'll go over that next. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. It's been a trip going to New Jersey to place your online sports bets, but those days are over. Legal online sports betting is now live in New York with Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Sign up right now. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com. Get an account and start making your bets right here in New York. You even get up to a $250 match on your first deposit. That's Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Must be 21. Playable New York only. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. All right, we are back. New York City cast, Bet River Sportsbook. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Uh, also, check out BetRiversportsbook.com. Go to the Bet Rivers app. Uh, it's a really good app, a lot of options. You will enjoy it. Um, let's start. Let's go back with the, with, with the NFL here. Uh, I guess we'll just keep going in reverse order. Uh, there was a moment yesterday where I was saying, wow, have we ever seen a game as crazy as the Bucks and the Rams? which almost gets forgotten about a, a lot of weekends, uh, a lot of days. That, that would be uh, one of the crazier games you'll ever see, which it was. I mean, we'll start with the beginning. Tampa just kind of got jumped from the beginning. They punt on their first possession. Rams kick a field goal. Okay, no big deal. Bucks punt again. And uh, Rams get a touchdown. You know, Brady kind of got Brady in this game. He didn't – first of all, he got walked off uh, the field, uh, walked off in a playoff game for the first time ever uh, where – he loses as time expires. I, I didn't realize that was the first time that's ever happened. But, you know, starting early on, Sue gets a taunting penalty for hitting Stafford, leads to a touchdown. It's 10-0 Tampa. Tampa answers with the field goal, 10-3. All right, no big deal. Still in it. Didn't feel like they were blocking well. Felt like the Rams were, were doing some stuff there. Uh, third and 20, this is where this game kind of got blown open a little bit. It looks like Tampa's going to get off the field, and this was kind of an omen of things to come. Third and 20. Busted coverage, Cooper Cup somehow wide open, 70-yard touchdown, and it's 17-3, to and the route was on. And uh, This game should have been over. This game should have been like a 20-plus point Ram victory about five different times. Uh, right before the half, it is 20-3, to and Brady throws an interception. Uh, Akers is about to go in for a touchdown, about to be 27-3, about to be game over. He fumbles. Tampa recovers. Hockley called it uh, down on the on the field. Hockley's crew is terrible. I mean, he's calling. First of all, Brady gets hit in the face. They don't call a penalty. Brady argues back. They throw a penalty for arguing. Brady uh, 
what was a crazy day of football, maybe the craziest thing we saw was Brady get a taunting penalty for the first time in his career. So Brady gets an unsportsmanlike penalty for arguing what should have been uh, a roughing the passer. I mean, he got hit up above the shoulders. That's a 30-yard swing there. Terrible job by Hockey. Hockey's a terrible official. I don't know how he ever got a game, but uh, still, it's 20-3. to should have been 27-3. Okay. Uh, we come out second half. Rams get a stop, a touchdown. It's 27 to three. And look, I know it's Brady on the other side, but uh, this game is over. And this game is over a million different times. Bucks end up kicking a field goal and make it 27 six. And uh, this is kind of where the craziness started because Cooper Cup gets strip sacked, get, gets uh, stripped. Tampa takes over. Uh, eventually, Tampa cuts this to a 14 point game in the fourth quarter, early in the fourth quarter. So you got a whole quarter left. You're down 14. You got Brady. Still unlikely, but you got a shot. 14 points. We've seen crazier things. Bucks ball, strip sack. Rams recover. Game over again. Except the very next play, before you can even catch your breath, Stafford's not looking. The snap, the snap goes over his head, goes 30 yards back, and the Bucks recover. So it ends up, I mean, typical Brady, just great luck. Now he's got the ball at midfield. But even that, the Bucks can't convert uh, that into any points. Uh, and you had a weird play here. Fourth down, I think it was this drive. Fourth down, he hits, it looked like, I think it was Evans. Uh, he, he tries to hit Evans on fourth down. Incomplete. Personal foul on Weddle. Right call. Launches launches himself into the receiver. Head Helmet to helmet. Could have called defenseless receiver, but they said, and I've never seen this called. I've never seen it enforced this way. I guess letter of the law, it's the correct ruling. But to me, it's a crazy uh, interpretation. Because it's fourth down, incomplete, but they throw a personal foul. You figure, all right, first down, Bucks keep the ball. They said because the ball had hit the ground that the possession's over and they enforce it once the Rams have it, dead ball. So really a strange ruling, a strange interpretation. So the Rams get the ball up 14, game's over again. Except it's not. The Bucks get it back and still go three and uh, still, still come up short on fourth down. He had Miller wide open. He tries to force the Gronk. Rams drive down, about to kick a field goal with Gay, who's a tremendous kicker. Six and a half minutes left, a 14-point game, 47-yarder. Uh, you figure he knocks it through and the game is over. He comes up like five yards short, and I guess he got injured uh, before the game, and he, he wasn't 100%, which is just crazy. You never see, a, especially a good kicker, to come up short and that short in a 47-yarder. So still you're up 14, six minutes to go. Uh, eventually Brady hits Evans. For a touchdown, three minutes to go. They kick off for whatever reason. And you figure, all right, they have no timeouts. A first down ends it. Akers fumbles again. Brady gets the ball back, and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, he's really going to do this. The Rams really uh, are going to give this game away in, in what would have been. Uh, maybe the Bills trumped it, but this is as big of a gag job as you're ever going to see. Uh, Brady hits Miller. It looks like it's a first down. They call it fourth and inches. Call him just short. Brady hands to Fournette. I thought he was going to sneak it. I thought he, they would run inside or sneak it. Fournette cuts it outside. Touchdown. Uh, extra point ties it. I actually thought Fournette maybe. Now, maybe this is getting too cute. I actually thought maybe with 40-something seconds left about going down at like the one-yard line, half-yard line, running the clock or make the Rams use their last timeout and try to manipulate when you score there because I wasn't crazy about giving them 40-something seconds left. You've just seen it too many times where you give these quarterbacks too much time and you end up getting burnt. Uh, I know with no timeouts left, you don't want to get too cute, but I, I actually thought about doing that where, you know what, go down at the one, and even if you make them use their last timeout and you score the next play, at least make have them no timeouts. Uh, anyway, they tie it, 40-something uh, seconds left. Stafford tries to run on first down, gets 
sacked and fumbles, but he recovers it. You're figuring now the Rams call their final timeout. You figure the Rams maybe, and, and I give McVay some credit here. A lot of coaches would have said, you know what? Uh, this thing's going a million miles an hour the wrong direction. I almost fumbled the game away. Let's just slow this thing down. Let's take a knee. Let's go to overtime, and let's kind of reset. Uh, he doesn't do that. He hits cup for a 20-plus yard pass. And then the next play, I guess it was a busted coverage or a miscommunication where Bowles, the former Jets coach, sends a blitz, but not all the guys blitz. Cooper somehow gets behind the defense, wide open, 40-plus yard pass. Uh, Rams run up to the line, spike it, kick the field goal, and Brady got Brady. I mean, we've seen Brady do that a million times where he gets the ball and he sets it up for his kicker who, you know, his kickers never seem to miss. That's part of Brady's greatness. Part of his mystique is, you know, he seems to get all the breaks in these games. He didn't get the breaks yesterday, and uh, Brady gets walked off. Brady gets walked off. Now, there's starting to be some rumors about him retiring. There was before the game. Uh, I think Mark Canizero of The Post reported that, this, that Arians and Brady would retire after the game. Brady did talk for a minute or so after the game about the loss, uh, and he was kind of noncommittal if you listen. Hey, Tom, how do you process going forward? I know a lot of people are wondering how you will contemplate whether you'll come back or not. I haven't put a lot of thought into it, so you know, we'll just take it day by day and see, kind of see where we're at. Did you at least take a moment as you came off the field or, or at any time today to, to think about that, to think that this, this might be the last time I'm out here? No, I was thinking about winning. That's kind of my mentality always to go out there and try to win, give my team the best chance to win. What's the biggest factor for you, Tom? What would be the biggest factor for you in making that decision going forward? I'm tr truthfully, guys, I'm thinking about this game and not thinking about any past five minutes from now. Now, again, he's, he's non-committal there. He doesn't give you anything. But again, I, I remember a couple years ago after he lost to the Titans when it ended up being his last game with the um, you know, I don't. I would make him retiring an underdog, but I don't think it's impossible. We're starting to see. see uh, we've started to see some momentum for that the past couple of days. That maybe this could be it for Brady. Uh, it'd be hard to see him going out like that. But I mean, he is 44. Uh, who knows? We'll have plenty of time to discuss that. But just uh, a tough one. I mean, you feel like that's a game Brady's won a million times out of a million. Now again, he he didn't play very well. It almost felt like a reverse of the Super Bowl where. Last year, Mahomes was kind of playing by himself. He didn't have much help from his defense, didn't have much help from his offensive line. That's what it felt like with Brady yesterday, where he's out there and he, you know nobody's blocking for him. His defense isn't doing much for him, at least in the first half. And you know he was just kind of, kind of playing you know one on eleven there. That's what it felt like. He, he really missed Antonio Brown. They missed Godwin. They missed Worth, the offensive lineman. And uh, Brady gets bounced. The Brady gets bounced. The Rams move on. Uh, just a wild game. A wild game. If the Rams lost that, again, I just mentioned how, you know, if you're the Bills, you never get over that one. Um, if the Rams had given that one away, I don't know how you ever get over that one. That, that's one where, you know, they, they choke, but they still win. Just an insane game uh, to come back and, and win that one after, you know, you figure if that game gets to overtime, it's hard to see Brady losing that game. It's hard to see Tampa losing. It's just... Uh, you know, it's a game you probably turn off. If it was a, a normal Sunday, you, you go on and, and watch different games and you kind of forget about it and you wouldn't find out what happened till after. So uh, the Bucks get bounced. Just kind of the injuries caught up with them, I thought, all year. You know, that it's, it's hard to repeat. Part of the reason it's hard to repeat, you play four games in the playoffs last year. You know, you kind of have the target on your back this year. And, 
you know, they had a lot of injury luck last year. Not a lot of guys beat up. They just had a lot of things go wrong this year. Offensive lineman being hurt, Godwin being hurt, uh, Antonio Brown kind of losing his mind. Maybe they should have just, you know what, he's crazy. Let him get away with whatever he wants and we'll deal with it. Because I think they really missed Antonio Brown yesterday. They were just kind of short on weapons. But Tampa's out. L.A. moves on. L.A. can now play two home games. L.A. hosts the 49ers uh, this Sunday. That's the later game, three-and-a-half-point favorites over the 49ers. Uh, they've killed the uh, the 49ers have killed them. So the 49ers are very live in that game. Again, we'll spend plenty of time on that. But uh, that that's an interesting game, an NFC West rematch on Sunday, late Sunday night. That's the 6:30 Eastern game. But the Rams play home this week, and the Super Bowl is in LA, so uh, could be two home two home games awaiting the Rams here. We know they're getting one home game, and as they knock out Brady and the Bucks, just a uh, a wild wild finish in that one. Uh, and maybe that's it for Brady. I, I don't know. I, my guess would be it's not. My guess would be it's not. It sounds like the wife has some influence over him. Uh, maybe, you know, he wants to spend more time with his family, his kids in high school, that kind of thing. It's not impossible, but I would still say it's unlikely. Uh, so the Rams move on. And let's get to the Saturday games. Spend a little less time on these. Uh, at one point, the, the Packers 49ers was the crazy game. Remember that? I mean, my goodness. Uh, the 49ers really looked like they were going to get run out of the gym early. Give up a drive the first, you know, the first six minutes at seven nothing. They go three and out. Packers look like they're about to score again and blow this thing open. Mercedes Lewis fumbles, and Niners recover, and then it just kind of settles in. The 49ers missed a lot of opportunities. You know, uh, Ayuk dropped one over the middle. Could have been a fumble. It was close. Would have been a big play. Kittle dropped what looked like it could have been a touchdown. At the end of the first quarter. Uh, so the 49ers left a lot of meat on the bone, including the end of the first half. They got first and goal from like the four. Holding penalty brings them way back. Uh, and then Kittle's wide open again. Garoppolo just can't position himself, maybe with the shoulder being hurt. You know, he he, can't, he doesn't have the, the juice to get the ball where he needs to. So he takes a split second lo longer to reposition himself, throws it. By then it's too late, intercepted uh, again. And then the Packers go down, get the field goal blocked. So kind of a, a draw there. You felt like the Niners could have tied it at the very least. You know, been up, been down, maybe 10-7. But the Packers uh, do get the field goal block, and, and this was an ominous sign for them as they were dead last in special teams all year, and the special teams uh, come back to burn them because, again, 49ers with, with a bunch of chances the second half. They get the opening kickoff down to the 50, can't convert it. Uh, they had fourth and inches with like six minutes left, get stuffed. And that's where the game turned. Packers up 10-3, a million, you know, a bunch of chances to put this game away. They were up 7-3 with first and goal. 14-3 ends it. Doesn't happen. So Rodgers gets sacked. It's fourth and long. Four, fourth and 19, I think it was. And then with, with four minutes left, the punt gets blocked. Picked up by the 49ers. Touchdown. Packers go three and out. Uh, Rodgers tried to throw the ball, tried to force it to Adams a couple times. He had Lazard wide open, I think, on that third down play. If you go rewatch it, wide open. But he forces it to Adams, incomplete. 49ers put together, you know, 30-plus yards, get Robbie Gold in field goal range. Uh, really good call on third and seven. Yeah, they split everyone out and give the ball to Samuel. He runs it for a first down. They, they inch up and they kick a field goal. And, again, these kickers were amazing this week between McPherson, Gold, uh, Bucker made a huge kick yesterday, even though he missed a couple. Uh, and Golds, Robbie Gold is as good as Gold. Kicks as time expires. And uh, man, Twitter, the Twitter jokes, the Twitter jokes can be pretty funny when when Rogers gets eliminated, Brady gets eliminated, and 
you know, you, you think of all the opportunities the, the, the Packers have had and, and why I mentioned that it's not, you know, a, a foregone conclusion for Allen to be back in the Super Bowl. Just another devastating home loss for the Packers, a game they never should have lost. Now, they didn't really move the ball in this game. You know, outside of the first drive and that busted coverage, the busted play to Jones, they were like two point something yards per play. They really didn't do a lot. Uh, San Fran got a good pass rush on him. Rodgers wasn't great. He wasn't terrible, but he just he wasn't great. And the 49ers move on. Just a, a wild upset, a wild game in a weekend of crazy games. And uh, I reposted this on Twitter. This is this is good. I, I like this. Not to get too deep here, but there's a video before the game. The Packers are doing pregame introductions. And Robbie Gold, who was a Bear forever, I'm sure Bears fans uh, really enjoyed not only seeing the Packers lose, but a former Bear eliminate the Packers. There's a video before, before uh, you know, as the Packers are doing warm-ups. And they're introducing all the players. You know, the crowd's going crazy. They're, they're introducing these guys one by one. And Robbie Gold's like 10 yards away from all of them, kicking field goals to the point where the ball is whizzing over these guys' heads. And he's, you know, he's sitting there with his tee, his ball. He's just totally unbothered. You know, my, I think I would be, most people would be like, you know, am I in your way? You want me to go on the other end? Uh, he's just kicking field goal after field goal, kind of in the way and, and kind of not caring. It was really, you know, it's a, I think it's a good life lesson. Uh, again, not to get too deep, but to just worry about yourself, control what you can control, focus on that. And don't worry about what other people are doing. Don't worry about the outside noise. Just focus on the task at hand. I kind of liked how he's just sitting there. He's like, look, you guys can do your, your warm-ups. You guys can do your introductions all you want. And maybe I'm in the way. And I don't care. I'm just going to sit here and practice field goal after field goal. And uh, ended up being, I think he kicked from that same end, pretty much that same spot for the game winner. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, how Gold, and Gold is just a tremendous kicker. Probably not a Hall of Famer, but, man, he is a hell of a kicker. And, you know, him, McPherson, these kicks, these guys made huge kicks all weekend. And not even ones where you have to wonder, kind of, you know, wish the ball in where it sneaks through the upright, just right down the middle, no doubt about hers. Boom, you know, 40 plus uh, yarder after 40 plus yarder. McPherson hits them in the 50s. So, uh, again, the Rogers speculation will start. Sounds like he won't be back. I wouldn't rule him out, rule it out, him being back. Wouldn't rule it out. Sounds like they're in some trouble with the cap, so it might be difficult, and he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. Again, that's a discussion for another day. If Brady retires, could he go to Tampa? Could he go to Denver? You know, I'm sure the Giants, I don't know. that I can't see him coming to the Giants, but who knows? Again, we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. Doesn't sound like he'll be back. I'm sure. I wonder if some of these sports books will put odds on, you know, what team Rodgers will play for. Does he retire? I'm sure they'll put, if it's, I'm sure they'll put odds on that. I wonder if they'll put odds on, or how quickly they'll put odds on you know what team he plays for next year because that will be an interesting discussion. We'll have a, a hell of a hot stove this offseason. I mean, football never stops anyway, but between Brady retiring, not retiring, uh, Rodgers, where he goes, where he plays, I guess it's not impossible he retires. He's 37, 38. Don't think that's po that's likely, but who knows? Uh, and again, Wilson, maybe he goes somewhere. Watson, you figure he does go somewhere. So, I mean, you got four of you know the ten best quarterbacks kind of up in the air in terms of if they play, where they play. So that'll make for a lot of fun. But uh, the Packers get eliminated now, eleven straight postseasons without Rodgers winning a Super Bowl, making a Super Bowl. Hard to believe, hard to believe. And for all the people that say, you know what, Belichick only wins because he has Brady. Uh, just because you have Brady doesn't just you have a great quarterback doesn't mean you're a lock to uh, to win anything, as we've seen here with Rodgers, who. Look, Green Bay, they've had pack, they've had Rodgers and Favre for the last 30 years. And, you know, two Super Bowl wins is a lot more than other teams have, but uh, you kind of you kind of walk away feeling you, you should have had more if you're the Packers. And 
when Jordan Love eventually turns over, it's going to be a harsh reality that you don't have that all-time great player at the most important position anymore. So definitely the end of an era if that's it for Rodgers. My guess is he plays elsewhere next year. That would be my guess. I wouldn't be shocked if he's back, but my guess is he plays elsewhere. Uh, finally, the Titans and the Bengals. We'll go a little quicker on these games because you know we spent a lot on the first three. Uh, and there was a point where this was the this this was a great game, but again, this game feels like it was about six months ago. Uh, the Titans really should have won the game. They were minus three in turnovers. First play of the game, they get intercepted. Uh, fall behind sixteen to six. The Bengals really this kind of gets a uh, it's gonna, it's a lost play, but sixteen to six, third and five. Higgins drops the ball late third quarter where if he catches it. Uh, they can milk the clock into the fourth quarter, maybe come away with some more points in the game. Uh, it's pretty much over. He drops it. They punt, end up kicking a field goal. The Titans end up kicking a field goal. Uh, they pick Burrow off, which was a shaky call. The ball was kind of on the grass, end up tying it. Uh, Henry did not look like himself. He looked a step slow. Foreman actually looked like the better back. But uh, the Titans take over with like a minute to go, and they were going really slow, really figuring, you know what, if we don't, convert here uh let's not leave Cincy any time which I understand but they ran it down to like 20 something seconds where on the last drive and I think that kind of got in Tannehill's head where he forced it now Tannehill wasn't good in this game Tannehill's you know a mediocre quarterback but I, I think with 23 seconds left Tannehill kind of forced it more than he had to he had somebody underneath wide open uh maybe because they milked the clock so much he forced it more than he needed to ball gets tipped intercepted uh they hit chase for you know 15 yards they get they move up a little bit and mcpherson who's unbelievable and i guess said be, in warm-ups before his kick before he went out on the field said uh he took his last warm-up kick and he said to the holder he said look well i guess we're going to the afc title game which is uh pretty badass it's a pretty uh pretty confident for a 50 something yard kick outdoors to just go up there and look the kick could always get blocked he could shank it whatever to have that much confidence is uh is pretty amazing. So the Bengals get their first road win in, po in, in franchise history. They win the game. Now the first three games of the weekend all end on walk-off field goals by the visiting team. And then the fourth game ends up, uh, uh, regulation ends on a field goal by Butker, by the home team, to force overtime. So uh, the Bengals move on as good of a four-game stretch as you could possibly imagine. I mean, it's almost... Uh, Look, anybody who tells you the NFL is rigged is an idiot. You have friends like that. Oh, the NFL's fixed. They're the dumbest people you'll ever meet. But uh, this was as good. If you're going to fix games, you couldn't even make them this good. I mean, that's how good these games were, just one after another. Even though I thought the Saturday games, the play was a little choppy. You know, a lot of dropped balls, a lot of bad play. But uh, in, in terms of drama, intensity, you just can't get better games than what you got this weekend. You certainly got your money's worth uh, capped off by what was just a classic Bills-Chiefs game. So... We're set up now. We only got three games left. You know, no more Monday night football, no more Saturday football. It's two games on set on next Sunday for the championship uh, round, and then a two-week layoff, and then the Super Bowl. So, definitely a different feel. It's a long way for our next football game. It's it's starting to come towards the end here. But it was a great weekend. You kind of need to just take your breath and kind of regroup your thoughts. You know, it's actually. It's actually hard to do a podcast on a day like this just because there's so many ways to go with it, so many plays. I mean, you could dissect, dissect any of these games for like an hour and just have plenty to talk about with the decisions, you know, the games that could have gone either way. But uh, we kind of recapped every one of them. Uh, as the week goes on, obviously, we'll spend more time on the championship games. Uh, we'll do more basketball. I think the basketball could take a backseat for, for today after what was the best weekend of football we've ever seen. I mean, let's not let's – not 
you know, undersell it either. Let's not downplay it. That was the best weekend of football we've ever seen. That might be the best weekend of football we will ever see. It's hard to top that. Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow. We will talk championship games. We'll probably talk a little NBA. We'll mix things up a little, but I uh, just wanted to get some thoughts here on all these games. Just a classic weekend of football. Some upsets. The three road teams win. We get three underdogs winning, and then the Chiefs just pull off a miracle in what was a heartbreaking, devastating loss uh, for the Bills. So thank you guys for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.